Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 152 of the Layover Live podcast. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Strategy and Insights at SimpleView. On this episode of the Layover Live, Brian Bossett, Executive Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer of the Pocono Mountains Visitors Bureau, stops by to talk about taking video content to the next level. Brian and I discuss the new Pocono Television Network, the goals for the network, and how they're measuring success, what it takes to produce such an initiative, and more. Hope you enjoy. Each week, the smartest and brightest destination marketers from all over the world talk about the latest trends, happenings, and challenges that affect the travel and tourism industry today. Digital marketing executives, CMOs, and leaders from DMOs of all shapes and sizes share their insights and stories to help you become the best marketer you can be. This is The Layover Live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 152 of The Layover Live, where we bring you the top article from The Layover each week. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Strategy and Insights here at SimpleView, and appreciate all of you taking the time out of your very busy schedules to join us here today. Now, I'll jump right into it. Our article of the week this week comes from Social Media Today, and it talks about 10 video marketing trends to guide you in 2021. Now, we have often said on this show that one of the best ways to connect with travelers and market a destination is with video. Video marketing today is crucial for any marketing strategy, and the pandemic has poured fuel on that video fire, as many of us have turned to video content and TV to kind of relax and escape from everything that's happening in the world around us. It is expected that by next year, online videos will make up more than 82% of online traffic, which is just a staggering statistic. Um, And when we're consuming that video, uh, much of the time we're, we're looking at that stuff on YouTube, which has more than 2 billion active users consuming more than a billion hours of video content every day. The good news is, is that many DMOs out there have done an amazing job of leveraging video to promote things like safe travel and to better connect with their audience and engage with their stakeholders. Um, and if you're looking for any great example of that, I would look no further than some of even the great content that Mitch Witten uh, and the team are doing in Fort Worth with their Fort Worth stories. Now, moving forward, DMOs have got to continue being that central source for reliable information and connection with their communities. And video is certainly going to play a bigger and bigger role in doing that. The pandemic has brought on a surge of DMOs that are starting their own video and audio podcast. I'm thinking of Bucks County out there. I'm thinking of web series and music playlist. And and that's something that Visit Seattle has done a great job with Visit Seattle TV. And now we're even seeing them create their own TV networks, which the Pocono is doing right now. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Now, the Pocono Television Network is a 24-7 television network that's featuring segments that include Pocono Perspectives, Pocono Mountains Magazine, some live webcams, weather forecast, and a whole bunch of other things. And they're even streaming some of that content on YouTube. Now, I've got Brian Bossett here who's the Executive Vice President and the Chief Marketing Officer of the Pocono Mountain Visitors Bureau and really the brainchild of the Pocono Television Network. So Brian, my good friend, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Jason. It's a pleasure being on your show. I actually listen to it a lot on the podcast when I'm driving around all the the Poconos. Yeah, I mean, I know, hey, that's great to hear. And, and I'm excited to talk to you about some of this content too. I know you and I are chatting a, a little bit before the show and, 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 and trying to catch up on old times, man. We, we, we go back a lot of ways, but you guys are always doing a lot of really good things. But before I even jump into the questions, man, how about just a little bit of background on you for maybe uh, folks out there who don't know who you are? Sure. So um, I've been with the Pocono Mountain Visitors Bureau now uh, six years. I started um, 
you know, as the marketing director, I came from the resort background. I was with um, Camelback Ski Resort in the, the Poconos for close to 20 years. I was the marketing sales and marketing director there. So my background's been in digital marketing for most of my career. Um, you really started that in uh, Camelback in the late 90s and moved it forward to when I left and then kind of brought that knowledge to the Pocono Mountains Visitors Bureau and really dove into getting them to where they need to be on the digital forefront for marketing, as well as looking at all the other things. And with our, our CEO, Chris Barrett, who came on uh, about four years ago, he and I have really kind of taken a lot of the marketing in-house so that we can control it more and really taking any of the cost that we had with any agencies or anything of that nature, we've really just put back into marketing. And, you know, our goal is to spend about 85 to 90% of our budget on marketing. So, and that's where we're at. And that kind of brings us to what we're going to discuss today. Yeah. Great stuff, man. And, and you talk about marketing and you guys are always doing a great job. I know you're one of the early adopters of trying to connect marketing efforts for DMOs to arrivals. You know, you're kind of one of the first movers on that side. And now talking about video content, pushing even further with this Pocono television network. So, so really, I think first and foremost, man, cause I'm just so curious about this. Maybe how did this idea even, even come about for you guys? So, you know, the Pocono mountains, you know, we were doing the live cameras. Um, we have about a little over 30 now. So that was a big push uh, with my predecessor before I came. And then, you know, when I came on, I really wanted to see how we could leverage those more because they were live video. They were in 30 different locations throughout the Pocono Mountains. And a lot of them were at member properties that were showcasing what they had to offer. So when we started buying TV more heavily, we introduced that as far as the buy that, you know, we wanted the weather, um, the weather people at the stations to use them as backgrounds, mentioning the Pocono Mountains, doing live look-ins when they were doing stories. So that kind of evolved and working with Weather Metrics, who is our partner with the live cameras, we started talking, how are ways we can evolve this? And, you know, with the dot two channels that are out there, we started looking at ways maybe we could create some kind of content with the live cameras and then some of the other content we were doing as an online streaming TV channel. And that's where it really started about four years ago. So we started the Pocono Television Network.com, which was on our website. And we've kind of evolved that now when, you know, over the last three years, we've all the pr production that we've done for broadcast TV with our Pocono Mountains magazine segments, which are two minute segments that look like they're part of the news when we buy broadcast TV. And it's really a topic that focuses on three different member properties. And we talk about what they have to offer, and that's a two-minute segment. So we were producing all of those. We are doing about six to seven seasonally. So that's summer, fall, and winter. So we had all this content, so we started adding it to the television channel. And then we said, well, there's definitely ways we can grow this more. So last year, well, in 2019, we hired um, a former anchor and um, TV uh, broadcaster from our area who's with our top-rated news station, and really said, you know, how can we evolve this where it's not just our CEO doing the interviews and creating these Pocono Television uh, Network segments and really taking his knowledge to really form up the station to be more of an actual broadcast station. And in the event of that, we then also hired another reporter who was local, and she brought a lot of knowledge as well from her investigative reporting. And then we, um, in right I guess I would say in February of 2020, we hired a videographer from one of our news channels as well. So we now have our own in-house news team 
who has the knowledge for uh, programming and the background for running the station. And, you know, with them coming on, we were already negotiating with our local cable television network. And so we actually have our own channel on the biggest cable network in the Poconos. So that's running 24-7, and that went live in early 2019. And we just keep growing the station and doing more things. Um, right now, we're, we just added uh, the station to Roku in January. Um, we're working right now on getting it up on Fire TV probably at the end of this month. And then by the summer, we'll be on Apple TV. So the goal really is with the cable networks, we're in about 400,000 homes. And then with the online, it's really to have a destination marketing channel that we can promote digitally, socially, as well as on digital billboards and some other things within market so that we're getting people when they arrive who may not know about the cable channel or the online channel. But how do we speak to the short-term rental market? And, you know, everyone has their own logins for Roku, Apple, and Fire TV. So really just promoting it as a way to learn more about our destination and utilizing all the video content we have. Yeah. And, and thank you for sharing how, how kind of that came about. Uh, it's amazing to see how you came from this concept to where you, you began, you said four years ago and to where it is today. And, 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 and it has so much potential, Brian, right? If you think about um, it being this long form piece of content that is running all the time, that long form then can be repurposed to many other things, right? Those video segments and the broadcasting can be cut up into smaller videos that you can share on social media or on your websites or with your partners. Those things can be cut up then into stills, which you can use uh, in, in, in things like stories and other places. I, I can think of a million th ways you could, you could do this. So it's, it's really incredible to me what you guys have done. Um, and, and again, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, I just for lack of better terms, kind of a moonshot idea, but it's a smart idea. So I want to get into then how are you guys, cause you're, you know, you're stitching all this stuff together, having to come up with all this, how, you know, what are the goals for this initiative? Like, what are you guys trying to get out of it? Maybe some, maybe share some of the KPIs of how you guys are measuring success. Is it purely engagement? Are you guys, you know, using other KPIs? Maybe, maybe talk about that if you don't mind. Well, yeah, I mean, it started with, um, when we launched it on the website three years ago, um, we really started to look at the views and how that was growing there. And then we started to look at the views from the segments we were creating, how they were performing on social, as well as how they were performing on YouTube. And then that really drove us to like, well, what else can we do? So then um, we knew that, you know, cable has been struggling for good content. So the next iteration was going out and really meeting with our, our cable networks that were, you know, the cable systems in our four counties and right around our four counties. Um, so uh, we actually met with all of them and kind of talked about what our product was and what we had to offer. And uh, Blue Ridge Cable, which is our, our biggest one in our four counties and covers mostly all four counties, said, you know, we'd love to get your content as a channel. And um, originally they thought they'd be, we'd be competing with what they have for their Pocono news, but then they realized that it was just content that they can fill. And um, when we originally launched it, it was on an upper upper tier package. Um, so, you know, it was their basic plus. So not everyone saw it. And within two months, the viewership that they saw, they're like, we want to make this part of the basic package. So everyone gets it. So that was a good, strong KPI. And that kind of evolved in, you know, I would say late 2019, we started talking to other cable systems and we started working with another company via media who really does all the placement for all the ads and all the broadcast for those cable networks. And they really saw the value of it 
So they, we now are on four cable systems uh, within, I think it's in nine counties around us in the, in the Poconos and even down into the Harrisburg market where we're running 24 seven on Blue Ridge, but we're running any time that there's a gap in um, content on the three other cable systems, or we're also, they're running at least um, 24 hours, one day a week of our content on their system. So it's really, those are the kind of the initial KPIs. And then the next was how do we, you know, then move to the cord cutters. And that's been the KPI this year. How do we get on Roku? How do we get on Fire TV? How do we get on Apple TV? Um, we, in January, we launched it as a live streaming on our YouTube channel as well. And that's really helped grow our subscribers. And it's really just fresh content that's constantly running. So that's the KPIs for this year is really how do we get them onto those systems? And then what kind of metrics can we learn from that to then look at the next phase, which is um, probably being on SBTV and then maybe even a dot two channel in one of our major markets. Yeah. Again, I, I, I love how you guys have got all this figured out. Um, you know, the goals um, are incredible for this, the way you guys are measuring success. I love how you're t you kind of taking it from like linear TV to like over the top um, with the streaming. Uh, I think again, that's where everyone's going, right? We gotta, we have to keep our attention where our audience is at, and that audience is spending a lot of time on those streaming services. So I think you guys are, you know, are following the right breadcrumbs to find your audience. And it's, it's just impressive. So it brings, and I know you touched on this a little bit a second ago about production and how you guys are handling that, but I want to dig into that a little bit because, you know, for other DMOs out there, like thinking like, oh my gosh, there's so much has to go into this and all these different things. And you guys are really good at, at, you know, doing great things with, with, a, with a pretty tight budget for the most part, right. To, to take on these types of initiatives for, for instance. But, you know, I'd love to hear more about, um, you know, all the production that goes into us. I think about what goes into us even shooting the layover and what that takes, right? So uh, maybe get into to a little bit deeper about that, that uh, about the production and what goes into this. You know, you, you mentioned that you're doing a lot of this stuff internally with, with your with your uh, content team. Maybe talk a little bit about that, how you guys do the scheduling, maybe some of those type of things, Brian. Sure. So, you know, it really started with, um, you know, we have a production company that we use for broadcast um, quality TV and, um our CEO had a very good relationship with them and um, they did um, the owner of that company did um, PM magazine. I don't know if you remember that, but that was a monthly show that was syndicated across the country in the eighties and nineties. So we really kind of picked his brain too, when we were shooting these two minute segments that I mentioned that we shot in news, the Pocono mountains magazine. So the first year when we started doing that, we said, well, why don't we, you know, we have the, the television network now streaming. So why don't we start, when we're doing these, you know, 26 minute, uh, 26 second interviews for these two minute segments, why don't we do a three, five or seven minute interview with the owner or the person working at those member properties? So that's kind of what that turned it into. And so we were utilizing the pr production company with that. So, you know, after the first year of doing that, we realized that the costs were higher because we're utilizing the production company for not only the the broadcast quality stuff, but also for the television stuff. So we started to think what are ways we could do more of that internally because it was only three times a year we were doing that. And that's what led us to hiring our, our staff now, um, James and Brianna and Tom. And, you know, I really give it credit to them. They've evolved the station in the last, you know, six to eight months farther than, you know, Chris, my CEO and I could have because of their knowledge with TV and broadcast. And, 
So that, that really helped save some cost there by having an internal team. And it really allowed us to cut more things up, to your point. We could use it more for YouTube. We could use it more for social. Um, you know, we could use different segments um, when we needed them for members. You know, all the B-roll we shoot for each one of these segments, we're then giving all that B-roll to the members at no cost so they can use it for whatever they want. So it really just turned into more of a added value to our members because it's no as long as they're a member we'll go shoot them there's no cost to them we just need their time and schedule and we work out the details with them so really it's turned into just this way of telling the story through video of all of our members as many as we can get to in a year and then just taking it from there and it kind of halted this year because of covid where we weren't really doing as much for the members but we really just kind of in march decided you know uh how can we help the community? And it evolved into Chris and I being on phone calls with the hospital systems, the um, college systems, our county um, uh, supervisors and everyone else and our commissioners. And really, how do we get the message out? And, you know, the second week of March, we started doing a live press conference with the television network in our college um, TV studio and really getting the message out with the health systems. And that's where it really evolved over it was 15 weeks of live press conferences and then after that was done we said well what else can we do and we turned that into now where we're doing a monthly hour-long lifestyle community show that involves tourism and the community and that airs every sunday once a, the first sunday of every month and we're doing that now for the next year yeah, that, and thank you for sharing that. That's that's great stuff, Brian. You know, if you look at how again this evolution of how you guys got to this point, how you're producing this content, you know, it gets me thinking about, um, you know, something that that's really interesting, right? I think again, if we're looking at it through a marketing lens, right, for DMOs, DMOs need to generate demand, and then they need to harvest that demand. And once we harvest that demand, we influence people to travel to our destinations, right? With this television network, you guys are really on that on that generating demand side, right? Having that 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 content out there all the time, sharing that content with people, then drives people into your website, drives people into into that place where you can harvest that demand. Um, it complements your marketing efforts so that you then can you know uh, provide them the ability to be able to arrive to your destination. I, I love that, and it reminded me of, of of a conference I went to to also about two years ago now where um, it was Google's Marketing Live conference and they had a Domino's pizza on and they were talking about how they approach things, right? And we all just see them as pizza and, uh, and a provider of that, right? Which is fantastic and that is what they are. But they said internally how they look at themselves is they are a technology company who sells pizza, right? And it got me thinking in a different way. Wow, that's incredible, right? Like you guys look at yourself as a tech provider who provides pizza, your story here, Brian, and what you guys are doing kind of reminds me of that. You guys are kind of like a publisher who sells the Pocono, right? And just for lack of better terms and how you've approached this, right? Um, it's, it's, it, it's amazing to me. And, and I think it, from a DNO standpoint, if you're using that, that, that thinking, right, of, of always trying to evolve and do better, ideas like this are great because it's, it's a way to change things. It's a way to get out and control the messaging that's happening. It's a way to um, stand up a lot of our partners and our communities and let them share in, in that content and share their messaging, which then drives people into your website so that we can convert them and provide a great overall experience. So ec excellent stuff there, but it reminded me of that story uh, with what you guys are doing here, which is incredible. So I, I want to leave you uh, with, our, with our final question, which we've been asking everybody, which is um, what advice do you have 
for your fellow de- uh, destination marketers out there? You know, tips that you like to share. And gosh, man, I bet you could probably sit on here for 45 minutes spitting stuff off, but maybe, maybe give us a few of them. You know, what, what is some advice maybe you want to leave for your uh, fellow marketers out there? I think um, one thing, you know, we really started to look at the Poconos probably three years ago is how can we locally talk to them? Um, you know, cause we knew that we, we drive a lot of visitation to the Poconos. So we want to say, how can we really speak to the local market and really involve them in letting them know all the different things, you know, we cover a large area, 2,400 square miles. So that was the other reason for the television network. Cause we were, how do we really get the people that live within the four counties know all about and have them travel within and, you know, looking at midweek travel and how do we get that to start to grow that. And, you know, while we were doing that, that really helped us in 2020 because we already had that mechanism in place. So I think for marketers really thinking about your destination, how it really affects the people that live there, the people that work there and the overall visitors and how do you really get them to all understand the messaging and what you're trying to do so that when visitors come, they're welcomed by the, the, the local population as well as the employees and everything else. So that's one thing I think looking at. And when I came into the DMO business, that wasn't really looked at. And, you know, that was one thing we saw as an important thing we had to really start looking at is really look at your destination as a whole, not just how you can get visitors there, but how it really affects your local economy, the people that live there and how you educate them and interact with them on what you're trying to accomplish so it benefits everyone. So I think that's one thing you really need to look at. You kind of have to look at the outside view and, you know, as a resident of the Poconos all of my life, you know, I saw those different things that were always happening. And I think the more we talk to organizations, the more we talk to businesses that are outside of our membership and working with our chambers our United Ways and everything else, we're getting to talk to more people. And I think that really helps. And it also helps when the visitors are looking at our, our social pages, our website, and seeing what we're doing for the community as a whole. They really start to feel a sense of, you know, wanting to come to a community that's all working together. And I think that's even more important now. And um, But I think that's really one piece of advice I would say to everyone is really look at your destination holistically and how you're working together with everyone within the destination. Yeah, Brian, I think that's that's great advice. I think if, if the pandemic's taught us anything, it's you got to be able to do that, right? I think it's, it's a collective effort, um, and I, I think you're spot on with that. So, again, man, I always enjoy talking to you. I always learn a lot when I talk to you. So I want to say I really appreciate you coming on and, sh- and sharing these insights with us today. Thank you. No, thanks for having me. You know, I, I love listening to your show. I think you guys put out a lot of great information. I learned a lot from everyone out there. And I know there's a lot smarter people out there than me. So I really appreciate you having me on. So, Hey, it's absolutely our pleasure, man. And, uh, and, and appreciate the kind words and really look forward to the day to be able to catch up with you again, man. It won't, it it feels like a long time, but, uh, but it's just right around the corner. It has, man, but we'll, we'll catch up again soon. So thank you. And thanks for tuning in each and every week. If you're not subscribed, please do so now. We're also available on audio podcasts through Spotify and iTunes. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. 